Welcome to Bill and Tony's Excellent Adventure in Music. Here are your hosts, Bill Fraser and Tony Sartu. Welcome to Bill and Tony's Excellent Adventure in Music. I'm Bill. And I'm Tony. And we usually explore our love for music by sharing some facts and our thoughts on some of the best albums of all time. But today, we have something just a little bit different. We're going to share some facts and thoughts about Tina Turner, who passed away this past Wednesday, May 24th, at her home in Zurich, Switzerland, after a long illness. So Tina Turner is an absolute icon. She was the first woman on the cover of Rolling Stone, the second issue ever. She's a two-time Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee, both as a part of Ike and Tina Turner in 1991 and as a solo artist in 2021, which, by the way, took way too long for them to induct her as a solo artist. Yeah, that's an embarrassment. Hall of Fame. I mean, we don't need to do that. That's just an embarrassment. I'm sorry. It's ridiculous. 12 Grammys, a Kennedy Center honoree, um, and she's got... An album on the Rolling Stone Top 500 uh, with Ike Turner. So Proud Mary, the best of Ike and Tina Turner, is their only album and her only album on the Top 500. Uh, It's for the 2020 list, rated number 392, and it was uh, 214 and 212 in both 2012 and 2003, respectively. So the interesting thing uh, for us, you know, and, and we're old, right? We're 52, and yet... I don't have the Ike and Tina Turner history. I mean, I know of it because I, I know stuff, but it was zero of it. Zero. Yeah, it was it was before us. Yeah, I mean, like she, that that whole period of her career, we were like babies. Yeah. So when when she came out with Private Dancer in '84, for us that was just like, oh, here's somebody. It's Tina Turner. Oh, this is pretty cool. Yep. And, and like hearing our parents like, oh, Tina Turner, you know, like I'm like, who's Tina Turner? I have no idea who Tina Turner is. Right. To me, all she she is is just, you know, this this uh, 20 million selling album and Mad Max. Yeah. Uh, Mad Max completely made Tina Turner for me. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So Tina Turner, what that Private Dancer album that came out right when we were, you know, seventh grade, eighth grade, 13, 14. And I was, you know, well into my uh, years of scamming Columbia House and BMG records. So I definitely had this on LP. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I I don't think I had this one probably until like college CD Columbia House time. Mm hmm. So those are our thoughts. And, you know, we'd definitely love to hear from you. If you have any thoughts, we're going to be doing a uh, playlist. So definitely uh, hit us back with comments on our playlist when we get to the end of the show. Bill, how can people get a hold of us? So they can email us. So Bill at BNTExcellent.com or Tony at BNTExcellent.com. They can tweet at us, Bill and Tony Pod. They can hit us up on Instagram, Bill and Tony Pod. Or they can hit us up on Facebook, and our Facebook uh, page is BNT Excellent. Yeah. So just a clarification there on the Facebook and our emails; those are B N T, the letters B N T. Whereas on Twitter and Instagram, we're B- Bill and Tony. Maybe we need yeah, to we fix got, that. Yeah, we'll we'll do something <laughs> about that. You know, I got to talk to the brand manager about that. Yeah. So. All right. So. Now we're going to do a, a shortened something you might not know. So 
I would be remiss, Tone, if I didn't at least take a short pause here and say that I'm amazed that over the past two weeks, our podcast downloads have absolutely exploded in Indonesia. Hey, we're big in Indonesia. So if you're checking this out, <laughs> I think we need to, need to make a trip to Indonesia. Uh, do they have direct flights to Jakarta? I don't know. I don't know. I think we might need to check that out, though. We've got to get the corporate card out. <laughs> so uh, so are any listeners in Indonesia checking this out? Thanks a lot. We really appreciate you uh, listening to our shows and hope you're enjoying them. And please reach out. We'd love to hear from you. All right. So back to something you might not know. Bill, start us off. All right. I've got two things, um, both of which are probably not crazy, something you might not know, but I think at least worthy of mention. So first is she actually renounced her U.S. citizenship. So she spent the past uh, 20, 30 years of her life living uh, in Europe. Um, and specifically in 2013, she became a Swiss citizen and she renounced her U.S. citizenship. So that's something that maybe people didn't know. Um, the other thing, and this was, if you saw the, the, the movie, uh, the absolutely iconic movie, What's Love Got to Do With It, uh, with Angela Bassett. But one of the big things in the Ike and Tina Turner divorce was the name Tina Turner. So Tina Turner's birth name was Anna Mae Bullock. And Ike Turner named her Tina Turner, and he actually copyrighted the name. And to the point where he was going to actually use it for other singers in his band if things didn't work out with Tina Turner. And when they got divorced, basically what she said is, I don't want anything. I just want my name. And she got her name. And thank goodness that she did. For sure. Yeah, that was uh, actually one of the things I was going to mention. So, Tony, any other interesting facts? Yeah, so the one I wanted to... Uh mentioned was, you know, we've talked about Phil Spector on several podcasts before. And Phil Spector was involved with Tina, with Ike and Tina Turner uh, early, uh, early on in the mid 60s. Do you know anything about that? I do not. Yeah. So if you actually listen to the uh, music chronologically, uh, you'll actually kind of intuitively hear it. So, um, after Ike and Tina had their first hit with A Fool in Love, uh, you know, they were working on new songs, new albums, and Phil Spector wanted to work with them. But actually, he didn't want to work with Ike and Tina. He wanted to work with Tina. So he actually paid someone to either occupy Ike or paid Ike directly to just, you know, stay away so that he could work with Tina alone without Ike's influence. And they record river deep mountain high and if you listen to it you know what what do you associate with phil specter wall of the sound. wall of sound yeah and that like i hadn't i hadn't heard that that makes complete sense complete sense based upon i mean awesome song that totally fits awesome song and it's also just sort of out of place when you think about the other songs that you know from her it's just a completely different sound and it's it's uh, because of phil specter no, that makes a lot of sense. All right. So that's my something you might not know. Well played, sir. Well played. Yeah. I, so uh, full disclosure, I just finished watching the HBO documentary. 
uh, on Tina Turner. So uh, I'd recommend you check it out. It was really good. It was very moving and really good. I, I never saw the Angela Bassett movie, so I'm sure, you know, a, a little over a lot of overlap there, but it was really interesting to see, you know, in her voice, in her video and interviews, you know, talking about uh, her life. Yeah, no, I, I saw I haven't seen the documentary I saw that was on uh, HBO and I definitely wanted to check it out, but I, I haven't had a chance to yet. Uh, but the What's Love Got to Do With It movie was an excellent movie uh, and definitely worth a watch. Cool. So now we're going to do our Tina Turner playlist. Yep. And we were going to do 10, but I think we settled on 12 because there's a lot of tracks. So we're going to do a playlist. We'll, we'll share it on Spotify and, and uh, Apple Music and your streaming music platform of choice. Um, and Tone, would you like to go first? Sure. Um, since this isn't a competition, we're just going to end up with our playlist. I'm going to start with the iconic Proud Mary. Left a good job in the city. It's it's so funny because that song, um, you know, being a Creedence song could not be more synonymous with Tina Turner. Like, I think, you know, Fogarty's like... I lost that song. Oh yeah. It, well, it's kind of like what Dolly Parton says about um, Whitney with, yeah, I will always love I will you. Always right. Love so, you. Right. Yep. Exactly. And you know, she says, she puts it the same way. It's not my song anymore. Yep. So uh, amazing, amazing song, amazing version. Um, the Creedence version is great, but the Ike and Tina version is better. So um, I'm going to stick in the Ike and Tina years and you already mentioned it and got to pick it. River Deep Mountain High is one of my faves. Absolutely love that song. Uh, now, now knowing that it's Phil Spector wall of sound makes a whole lot of sense. Amazing song. Totally agree. Um, I actually uh, hadn't listened to it in a while and played it earlier today. I said, Oh man, this is really good. I'm going to go with what's love got to do with it. So from the, 1984 album private dancer the 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 early 80s comeback for tina that that album was phenomenal and that's a great choice for our playlist so completely yeah, that was, was that the lead single it, it i believe it was yeah yeah i forgot how big that album was 20 million copies insane how how well that album did and you know and as an early 80s album like that album just was just amazing amazing success and something cool that she said in the doc in the documentary was you know people she was reacting to people calling it her comeback album and she said it's not a comeback album it's my debut album because as you know, as a solo artist 100 percent, yeah no 100 mm -hmm. so that that makes all the sense in the world so what do you think all right so i am gonna go straight to 1985 tone and I'm going right into the Thunderdome, and we don't need another hero. Well, unlike Thunderdome, two men are going to enter this pod, but two men will leave. <laughs> yes. <laughs> master Blaster Blaster Blaster. Who runs Bartertown? I forget. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good movie. I need to see yeah, it again. It's so good. Captain Walker. I'm going to stay with Private Dancer and go with a cover. The Let's oh, Stay you're... Together 
the Al Green cover. Love yeah. it. That is such a good song. That was it's on my. So uh, I almost went that uh, next. That's a great call tone. Yeah, and it's um, it's it's different, you know. And and the thing with a cover, as I'm sure we've said many times, is you you got to do something different with it, and it's it's a much different version. And Al Green's is great. I mean, that's a classic song. No offense. And Al, and Al Green is so smooth, but what Tina Turner brings to it, that grit that she brings mm-hmm. to it, is just it it it's it's a little dirtier, and it's yeah. it's just it makes it just a different song. To your point. Yeah. It's a little, there's, there's a little more pain and a little hurt almost in there. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to go back to the earlier days uh, and I'm going to go back to uh, the album Nutbush City Limits in 1973 and the title track Nutbush City Limits. Tina Turner was from Nutbush, Tennessee and Nutbush City Limits is an amazing track. Very, very, very underrated track. So highly recommend it. Yeah. So watching that documentary, it was just wild to see the uh, some of the video or photos from her childhood home, you know, the child of sharecroppers, you know, farming a, a piece of land, uh, farming cotton on a piece of land and and abandoned by both her parents at the age of 13. And then to end the movie, uh, the documentary you know, overlooking her estate in Switzerland. It's just what a story, you know, everything that she went through and to come out the other end uh, with all that success. And Nutbush City Limits is one that she wrote, uh, obviously, about where she came from. And it's got a it's got like a country rock R&B vibe to it. A really, really cool song. Okay, so I'm going to go back into the 80s and select better be good to me you're right in the 80s dude i mean that's my personal history well i'm i'm gonna stick in the 80s as well and i love better be good to me it's a great song but i'm gonna go with one that's not on her album but is on the canadian superstar brian adams album and go go with it's only love and that is an amazing duet i was gonna save that just for last uh, because I didn't think uh, you were going to pick it. Now I know it's not a draft, so I'm glad that it's here. But I forget, have we talked about this song? I don't think so. Because I talk about this song all the time. It's it's really, a, you know, I'm not going to say it's a you know top 20 song, but I love this song. It rocks so freaking hard. Completely so agree. Amazing song. And uh, Tina really... And I, I was a Brian Adams fan in the '80s, so this is no slight to him. But she really elevates his game. Oh, it's a, it's an amazing duet. They play off each other really nicely oh, yeah. in this in the song. And something, uh, boy, I keep talking about this documentary. I clearly just watched it about uh, an hour ago. <laughs> but when she was trying to get signed uh, as a solo artist in the '80s, couldn't get anyone could to even take her calls, and. That's because, you know, they viewed her as an R&B act and she viewed herself as a rock, you know, a rock and roll act. And nobody wanted to uh, even think about her in that lens. Which is amazing because, you know, when, when you think of like the Ike and Tina Turner version of Tina Turner, you definitely get 
very much of a James Brown vibe. I mean, she's she's got the like complete entertainer, R&B entertainer type vibe, extremely lively on stage, just a, a, a dynamo. Right. And then, you you know, she keeps that but goes and completely rocks out when when she comes mm-hmm. back as, as a solo artist. Exactly. So it's only love. If folks, if you haven't listened to it, please listen to it. It's really a lot of fun. All right. So we're on our ninth song. Ninth song. All right. I'm going to go with A Fool in Love. Now, I'm not going to lie. I didn't know this song until uh, today, but it was uh, Ike and Tina's first hit song. It's actually before she was Tina Turner. Um, Little Anna. Yeah, she was still Little Anna. And uh, when this song hit, that's when Ike realized, oh, I got something here. And she's not going to work as Little Anna. She's got to be my wife. And that's when he renamed her, you know, even without her knowledge. And uh, and then uh, got her to uh, marry him. So I'm going to go a fool in love, really, because it's their first and because of the significance to her career. So I'm going to go late 80s uh, to the album Foreign Affair uh, and go with The Best, which is just an amazing song, an absolutely amazing song. Um, and I, I think it might be the song that I think of when I say when I think Tina Turner, it might be the song I think of most. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's saying something. Now, is that part of it because it was on commercials for you know, a decade. It's it, part of it because of like when it came out, right? It, it, we, we graduated high school in 89. That song came out in 89. It's like right in the, right in my, you know, sweet spot memory wise. Mm-hmm. It's played in a, in a million different things. It's been in a million different things. So it's probably like in my consciousness the most. All right. So I'm torn here because we haven't uh, picked type private dancer yet. And I feel like it ought to be here, but part of me wants to pick. Okay. So I'll tell you what I'm choosing between is, um, private dancer and missing you. She, in the nineties, she did a cover of the John Waite song, missing you from the eighties. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a spoiler. I'm picking a cover for my last song. So, and it's, it's, and it's not the John Waite song. So So I'm going to go with Missing You. And the other interesting thing is that when What's Love Got to Do With It reached number one on the Billboard charts, number two was Missing You. So I I love that song by John Waite. Always you know loved it back in the day. Still love it. Never turn it off when it pops up. And her cover of it is really good. She brings a different uh, soulful vibe than uh, Waite's uh, Blue-Eyed Soul version. All right. So... Great choice. Uh, I am going to go back to 1969. Uh, they, they, Ike and Tina had been touring with the Stones and they were doing a lot of, of rock songs in their set. And they did a cover of Come Together. Um, and it's it's on the album Come Together, which is a lot of, of covers that they did. And it's an amazing cover. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing cover. It might be one of my favorite covers of all time. Wow. I can't wait to check that out. I'm curious. Now you've really got me uh, curious about, you know, her relationship with the Stones, because my understanding is, is they first toured with the Stones as early as 66. 
they were touring with them for a little while. And then, and then in, in 69, they put out that album come together, which was like a, a compilation of different things that they did when they were touring. And it was all, it was a bunch of different rock songs. Wow. That's, that's cool. I definitely need to check that out. Um, well, so speaking of the stones, this really should have made it into something you might not know, but, um, do you know any other connections between, uh, Tina and the stones? Uh, not off the top of my head. No. So, Mick Jagger says that he learned his dance moves from touring with Ike and Tina. Completely, completely believe that. Yes. And the second I read that it clicks in because then you watch Tina move on stage. It's like, that's exactly how Mick but Jagger it's a moves. combination of that. And he saw little Richard as well when little Richard was in the UK. So the, there was a lot of, he, he stole, he stole blatantly. I mean, when we talk about the stones, the stones annoy the crap out of me. I love the stones. Stones are amazing, but they annoy the crap out of me with how much they go after other artists for stealing their crap right. when they really were the biggest thieves of anybody in music history. And if you want to hear us rant about that some more, go back and check out our uh, pod on, uh, <laughs> What was the album that we did? Um, let it bleed. Let it bleed. Uh, let it bleed. So check out our Let It Bleed pod and you can hear our complaints about the Stones and their uh, willingness to steal, but not willingness to share. So, Tone, I'm going to suggest that um, we make it a baker's dozen uh, and we throw in Private Dancer because yeah. I don't think it would be an appropriate playlist without Private Dancer. It's Yeah, it's not appropriate. So good. Baker's Dozen, Private Dancer. All right. I love it. Love the playlist. Looking forward to listening to it. All right. So let's just read it back real quick. Proud Mary, River Deep, What's Love Got to Do With It, We Don't Need Another Hero, Let's Stay Together, Nutbush City Limits, Better Be Good to Me, It's Only Love. A Fool in Love, The Best, Missing You, Come Together, and Private Dancer. Very nice. I think we did an awesome job. I love that playlist. Yeah. So we'll put that up. Uh, we'll put links on our page, on our show page. And, uh, you know, you can find it on our Spotify and uh, Apple playlist pages. All right, Tone. So any final thoughts? Yeah, just, you know, it's always sad when icons pass. And but, you know, Father Time is undefeated. We all go. And I'm glad that her passing has brought her back into the public consciousness and specifically my own consciousness. I enjoyed uh, just immersing myself in her music again today and look forward to listening to her over the next uh, few days and weeks to come. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I, I feel like um, I didn't, I didn't really need an excuse to listen to Tina Turner, but it gave me a, a it gave me a reason to, to circle back to something I knew I really liked. Um, so I, I spent much of my day listening to Tina Turner music today um, I will definitely check out the documentary on HBO and um, she will be remembered forever. Uh, tremendous artist and just someone who made a real impact on the world. So I, I uh, definitely feel like her name will be remembered and I'm glad I'm glad it's it's hers. <laughs> and also, I might have to check out uh, Mad Max 3. Haven't seen that in a long time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Excuse to watch it. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. So I, I know we haven't recorded in a little while for various reasons. So um, thank you for listening to us. Uh, we, we really appreciate everybody checking us out and listening to our, our episodes. Um, we're going to get back to doing this more regularly. <laughs> we promise. <laughs> We're going to, uh, we've, we've used up our family vacations and hopefully we stay healthy and we can uh, knock out some shows and get back on track for you guys. It sounds like a plan. All right. I think that's all for today. Um, no promises on what the next episode is because we're still working that out. Uh, and we don't want to make a promise and then be wrong about it. So, all right. So until next time. Thank you everybody.